Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name's Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. Well, I was trying to do a Facebook Live for this recording, and apparently it wasn't actually recording to my computer. It was just streaming live. So I'm going to re-record this, so you may watch the video replay in the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, or if you're hearing this for the first time, hey, that's okay. Um, I'm glad that you're listening to this episode. This one is uh, a highly personal episode. Uh, you know, I want to share something from my heart, something that I had to learn the hard way, something that God was going to remind me of. And I just felt like, you know what, I just need to share this because somebody might be blessed, encouraged, or challenged by it. And it is a personal hard lesson uh, that I have to share with you today. But I think for all of us leaders, we all have experienced this. I know I have in the past, but apparently I didn't learn the lesson uh, well enough the first time. So God took me to the spiritual woodshed once again. But I am so thankful to the Father for his loving care for me that he would teach me this lesson and remind me again that I need him more and more desperately every single day. So let me just start off by saying, you know, I understand that Christmas season is a busy time of year for every leader. There is so many things that as ministry leaders, especially children's ministry leaders, that we are asked to do during the Christmas season. Not only do we have lots of family obligations, and if you have children, you have obligations with school and community clubs and all sorts of things. But you have those obligations as a leader at church. And so we have all sorts of Christmas programs and we have special weekend experiences. And there's, you know, there is the addition of, of having Christmas on Sunday this year. And if you're having Christmas services or not, uh, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of, hurts that happen even during the season. And I want to tell you, I understand. I understand how hard leadership is right now. Um, I have it from a different perspective, though, and I want to share it from my perspective and tell you what my personal experience has been recently. This is the time of year where as a self-employed ministry leader, as someone who is leading the Kid Ministry Collective, doing KMC coaching and restoring leaders, I am stepping back and I spend significant amount of time evaluating, praying through, looking at goals, looking at hopes and dreams that I had for 2022. And as I was evaluating this year, and as evaluating both life, professionally, ministerially, um, yeah, the whole ball of wax. You know what I'm talking about. I felt like I was coming up short in a lot of areas. And I was being overly critical and hard on myself like leaders typically do. And even if somebody as a leadership coach can get things wrong from time to time. And I have to confess, I was getting this wrong. 
and I see it now. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't seeing it a few days ago to catch it. I was holding on to, honestly, some anxiety because I felt like I was letting others down because I hadn't reached the goals that I wanted to reach. Uh, when you're trying to raise funds to keep the Restoring Leaders mission going full pace, uh, when you're trying to figure out what can I do and, and at what price point can I do KMC coaching so that I can effectively help leaders grow in their leadership and build great ministries and help churches reach their communities in a better way. And I'm trying to figure out what can I do to help you as leaders um, be better leaders, to lead more, to reach more? And what can I do to help you stay in a healthy place? And as, as leaders, what can I do to help you stay uh, in, in that healthy, godly, sustainable pace mode? Uh, how do we get the Kid Ministry Collective to be a higher impact and a greater active group? And I was looking at a number of things because I had set goals for engagement and I set goals for reaching more leaders and I, I set fundraising goals and coaching goals. And to be honest, there were some areas where I was like, wow, God has provided, God has done this, God has done that. But then unfortunately, I honestly, <laughs> this is where it gets vulnerable, uh, I realized that there was a lot of things I was coming up short on, and I judged myself harshly on it. And again, the anxiety and the fear and the self-doubt started to creep in. And instead of releasing it, instead of letting go of it, instead of taking it to the Spirit, I was trying to figure out how could I fix things. I went into fix-it mode. I went into a mode of brainstorming and and planning and strategizing rather than just sitting before the Lord and doing my shut up and listen time. And had I been practicing that, I would not have experienced what I experienced just this past weekend as I'm recording this. Uh, a number of years ago, when I served in a very high-stress ministry, uh, a very dysfunctional team under a very abusive, narcissistic leader, I got myself into a bad place. Emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. I could have done better things. I could have handled it in better ways, but I didn't. I kept it very private. I isolated and I let no one know that I was hurting, that I was enduring what I was enduring. I, I tried to reach out to a couple of things, but I, there was nothing that I could really feel safe with or that they weren't trying to charge me a million dollars, or not not really a million dollars, but you know what I mean. felt like a million dollars to me. Uh, they wanted too much money to, to listen to my problems. And I felt like I was alone, and that there was nothing I could do to get out of this situation. And all of a sudden, I started having physical symptoms, uh, dangerous symptoms that jeopardized my health to the point where I was having these allergic reactions and having swelling in my face and fingers and even part of my tongue would swell. Sometimes the whole tongue would swell up and that can kill you. So I ended up having to have an EpiPen prescribed for those moments of high anxiety and where it, it manifested itself in the swelling. I would have to take an, uh, an EpiPen and jab myself to 
get all that stuff from swelling up and taking it back to normal. But I never told anybody. I never let anybody know that I was struggling with such fear and doubt and anxiety. I wasn't leaning into the Holy Spirit either at that time. I wasn't relying on Him for help. Um, and I'm ashamed of that. And I'm ashamed that it happened again, that while all this evaluation was going on, I didn't share with anyone how I was struggling with it all. I wasn't releasing it. I, I didn't have an outlet, and I was not leaning into the Spirit of God for His help and His guidance and for clearer thinking. And this weekend, while I was sitting watching some sports, I started to realize I was having an outbreak again. And next thing I knew, I ended up being I, being taken to the emergency room. I told my wife we needed to go. Um, and at 8 o'clock at night, of course, Saturday night, I'm supposed to teach Sunday morning. I had to text our children's pastor and let him know that I may be in jeopardy of not making it. And I apologized for the lateness of the hour. But there was nothing else I could do but just warn him that I may not make it, but I was going to do all I could to be there because I was geared up and ready to go. And I so desperately wanted to kick off the Christmas season with the kids. Um, I had a great gospel message planned for the Sunday morning, uh, and I did not want to miss it. So off we went to the emergency room. And long story short, they gave me some medication and immediately kicked in. And I started seeing results. And I know that we had family and a few friends that we did tell to ask for prayer for, uh, started praying over us. And the anxiety subsided, the fears subsided, and so did the swelling. And thankfully, I was able to return home by midnight and crash into bed. And, and uh, I got up Sunday morning saying, okay, God, please let me feel better. And I did. I felt better, not great, but better. And I text the children's pastor said, hey, I'll be there. And I'm so glad I was because it was a great opportunity and a great ministry morning, a great opportunity to share Jesus with the children. But I had to share with him and my pastor what I had experienced and told them I, I'm going to need some more accountability and more prayer that I can manage my, the, my stress better because I was not practicing some of the things that I coached. And I need to be a better coach. But first, I need to be a better son of God. And I need to turn over these things that I'm struggling with to him. Can you relate to that? Are you carrying things that you shouldn't be carrying right now? Are you worried about things not going perfectly? Are you worried about pleasing a senior leader or, or not letting somebody down? Let me tell you, my friend, you need to let go of those things. Because it's going to impact your life. Trust me. You may not get a physical outbreak like I had, but it will cost you. I want you to know that the way I handled it was by isolating myself and not reaching out for help. I had to apologize to several of my friends this weekend as well because I had to tell them what had happened and apologize for not even reaching out to them to say, hey, I need some help. You know, that's what the Kid Ministry Collective is all about is saying, hey, I need help. I don't have it all together. I want you to know that, yes, Tom Bump does not have everything together. I am not the world's greatest coach or ministry leader. I don't have all the perfect systems and ideas all the time. 
I need to lean into the Spirit of God more. God reminded me of that even more in my morning devotions this morning, where he reminds me that he came into this world as the wonderful counselor and the Prince of Peace. He gave us his Son who dwelt amongst us in flesh, Emmanuel. And then the, he, when Jesus left, he gave us the, 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 the gift of his Holy Spirit, the wonderful counselor, to come and dwell in us as well, to empower us to live like Jesus, which in other ways is impossible to do on our own. And when we try it, we fail. We have physical limitations given. Trust me, it happens. We can't live the way Jesus wants us to live. We can't lead the way Jesus wants us to lead. We can't impact the next generation the way we want to impact them unless we take the gift of the Holy Spirit and let him guide us from within. It's so easy to forget. And boy, when you do, anxiety, worry, fear, questions about our legacy, our calling will consume us. Yeah, I was asking, am I make is it worth doing? Should I just stop restoring leaders because I don't have all the funds raised? Should I stop coaching because it seems like sometimes people want other things rather than investing in themselves as a coach? What am I going to accomplish? What's going to be my legacy in ministry? I started beating myself down over a lot of these things. I forgot what gift God gave me. <laughs> I forgot the promises that he gave. I shouldn't say forget, but I just wasn't embracing them like I should have. I know them well. I got to remember, and I want to encourage you to remember, that God has given you the seal of his promise, the legal symbol that he owns you. You were bought with a price, and we are marked by his spirit as sons and daughters of God. And He, we are protected, we are safeguarded, we are protected, we are provided for. He has given us everything through the spirit of adoption. Everything he has is ours. We can't outspend our inheritance in him. But the thing is, is we have this and yet we live in a poverty mindset like we have nothing. Or that we can do it all on our own. Or that we have the skill set and the resources. Sometimes we try to be so fancy and polished and professional and we put on the best looking stuff. <laughs> and so I'm taking all that off today and just telling you I'm real. And I made a mistake. I messed up, my friends. And I tried doing too much on my own and I tried to hold myself to too high of a standard. I was so goal-driven and focused on those things rather than really realizing all of the leaders that have been impacted, the community of almost 5,000 leaders now in the Kid Ministry Collective. Sure, I want to see higher engagement. I don't want people joining our group and then not participating. I'm going to encourage you 
that as a child of God, as somebody who has something to contribute, to get involved in the KMC and be active in. And if you're a resource provider, a blogger, I want to challenge you not to just post on Fridays or when you answer a question to always pop a link in, but just be a part of the community and invest in each other, love each other, pray for each other, share struggles with each other, get real with each other, and realize that together we can accomplish more. We can keep faithful to the fight. We can help each other. And when we notice anxiety and fear and doubt creeping into our ministries, we can call for help and not walk alone. I want you to know that I'm here for you. If you need soul care, if you need to deal with hurts, struggles in leadership, you're dealing with overwhelm and anxiety, go to Restoring Leaders and check it out. I do not charge for any of the Restoring Leaders services we provide. Some of the courses have fees, yes, but that's an investment in you, and we don't apologize for those things. But when it comes to care and support, it's always there. If you can pay, if you can donate, you donate. If you can't, you can't. If you want to grow your leadership and you want to grow your teams and you want to learn how to be a better pastor, shepherd, KMC Coaching is where you want to go. And yes, there's a fee, but again, I will work with any budget. I will help you in every way I can. Because I don't want you to go it alone. I don't want you to feel like I felt like before. I hated that feeling. I want you to know that I'll use all the resources I can to give you whatever I can. My friends... I want to help you, and I want you to help me. I want to be a better leader, too. So I want you to pray for me as I steward the Kid Ministry Collective. This is not something I own. This is something that I've been given by God to steward, and it's an honor to serve you and to be a part of your ministry. So if I can serve you and your church, if I can help your church, uh, we're looking at even bringing the Restoring Leaders trainings, the retreat trainings to churches and their staffs. So if your church staff would be interested in beta testing this with me, uh, please reach out. I would love to talk to your senior leaders about how we can serve your teams and help you live restored and lead renewed in 2023. I want to tell you, God humbled my heart this weekend, reminded me that I belong to him, but I cannot let my fears and my anxieties and my disappointments lock me down like they have been. I need to armor up and stand in the power of the Holy Spirit with all of the resources of the Almighty God. So, as Christmas comes closer, my prayer is for each and every one listening or watching this video, that you would not fall prey to anxiety and fear and worry and doubt and imposter syndrome, but that you would take on the wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father, 
that you would embrace Emmanuel, that you would lean into his spirit, and that you would see the power that he brings to your ministry and your leadership, and that you would be free from all those things. My friends, let's make 2023 amazing because the days are growing evil and long. What once was evil and hid in the darkness is no longer hiding in the darkness. They want acceptance of evil. They want us to call it good. And we as the followers of Christ are going to have to stand when it's hard and it's frightening and it's challenging. And sometimes we're the only ones. But as a collective, we're not alone. Wow. I think that's all I need to share for now. I hope this has blessed someone today. I hope that you realize you're not alone and that you don't have to face these struggles alone. I hope that in the coming days that we've got some we've got some really cool interviews coming up that I'm really excited about for the Kid Ministry Collective. So I hope that you'll join me for another episode of the podcast real soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.